The Dalai Lama has issued an apology after asking a boy to, quote, suck his tongue during an event earlier this year. According to the Associated Press and CNN, the incident took place back in February after a young boy approached the 87-year-old spiritual leader at an event in What the... All right, have you guys seen this video? I mean, for real. This guy is trying to one-up uh, Mr. Joe Biden as being the creepiest guy in the Who would have thought that the Dalai Lama... Your your kids should be safe with the Dalai Lama, right? Well, apparently not. Did you guys see the video? Just go on YouTube right now and Google or <laughs> search YouTube. Search for Dalai Lama Kiss. It is the most... Uh, <laughs> it's horrific. I, I, is the guy losing it? Is he in the Biden territory of not realizing when he's groping kids and sticking out his tongue and telling kids to suck on it? One of the guys we've re- re- revered as one of the holiest people, and he's sticking out his tongue and telling the kid to suck his tongue. I'll tell you what, man. What What is wrong with society? What is wrong? <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up. This is like uh, something that'd be on a Saturday Night Live skit or something. I mean, there's a lot of guys that send out like the creep warning sign and the Dalai Lama usually isn't one of those guys you know like maybe the uh, the the little league uh, baseball coach that doesn't have any kids in the league but he's there for every game and he's coaching kids yeah that's some guy that you shoot off a little warning and like uh, keep an eye where his hands at you know what I mean or the boy scout troop leader that doesn't have any kids and he's out there leading the boy scouts or grown adults that like to dress as women and dance in front of kids and call it drag queen story hour. Those are the kind of pedophile motherfuckers that you keep your eye out for, right? But the Dalai Lama, this just brings it to a whole new level. A whole new level. The other guys you're kind of creepy that you keep an eye out for, like the President of the United States. He would be on that, that short list of creepy people that you look out for. Priest. Priest would be on that list. Damn. I'm just, I'm still sitting here just shocked over that whole thing. But I'll tell you what, when you think things couldn't get any worse in the wonderful state of California, I go and see this headline about this new Senate bill, AB665. And what is AB665? It is a new bill that they're trying to get through. Uh, it's not through yet. Okay, this isn't law yet, but this is something that the 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 elected officials in this state of confusion also known as California, it's something that's on their agenda. And if this isn't something that's uh, totally on a state control of your children agenda, I don't know what it is. And so anyways, this is the California uh, is, 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 is wanting to put AB665, which would allow the government to separate children from their parents, um, legislators in California are considering a bill that would allow state officials to separate children from their families without letting the parents know until after the fact. Government authorities could do this for children who struggle with gender identity. 
but whose parents are not being affirming of their new identification as the opposite sex or as non-binary, gender fluid, pansexual, or whatever else in the alphabet soup. The bill AB665 would allow children, I'm quoting from it, would allow children as young as 12 years old to consent to being placed into state-funded group homes without parental permission or knowledge. The legislation gives a government bureaucrat the ability to keep a mother and father out of the equation based on his or her own personal decision. The mental health treatment or counseling of a minor authorized by this section, AB 665, shall include involvement of the minor's parent or guardian unless the professional person who is treating or counseling the minor after consulting with the minor determines that the involvement would be inappropriate. It removes the current common sense law that allows for children to opt into mental health services without parental consent, only if they are being abused, meaning that children of healthy parents could now consent to mental health treatment or counseling on an outpatient basis basis, or to residential shelter services. Uh, you know, I started, I, so I read this and I'm like, you know, this has got to be a joke. Okay. Just because some Jack, Jack off put this on the books and they're trying to get it passed doesn't mean it's going to be passed, but in California, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. And so I was trying to see who was behind this. So I actually pulled up the text of the, the of, of this bill and uh, guess, guess who's, guess who's behind it? Senator Weiner, Senator Weiner. Uh, but yeah, this is introduced by assembly member, Wendy Carrillo. And the principal co-author is Senator Weiner. And this came about February 13th, 2023. Oh, man. Uh, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? That that your kid, your kid, doesn't have to tell you jack shit. Uh, we've already seen what's happened in this state of California where they where they've some schools have supplied dressing rooms for kids. So if they if they want to go to school. The dressing rooms that are that are stocked full of clothes, stocked full of things to bind girls' breasts if they need that. Uh, but there's these dressing rooms at some of these schools, not all the schools, but some schools, where your child can go there. You drop them off. You drop off Jennifer in her little pink dress. Jennifer goes into that little closet over there, dresses like a boy, is supplied with the uh, stuff that she needs to bind her breast to make her look flat-chested, look like a boy. And then the school will actually write her name as name and 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 treat her and 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 act as if she's a boy at the school and then allow her to change back into her girl clothes before she gets home without the parents having any knowledge of such. So if you can imagine in a situation like that, your daughter Jennifer is doing this. She's going to school. She's turning into a boy while she's at school. The school isn't letting you know anything. And now Jennifer decides that she wants to go and get some counseling about this. And she says, I don't think my parents would approve of what I'm doing. And my parents are completely in the dark. And this bill would allow them to take Jennifer out of your home, place her into a government home without you even knowing anything was happening whatsoever. How does that make you feel? Talking about taking parents out of the equation, this is a travesty. This is, uh, I, I mean, I don't think anybody here would agree that the government could do a better job of raising a child than the parents. And to keep parents in the dark regarding all this stuff is just an atrocity. And all these politicians that are trying to pull this stuff should be just tarred and feathered and sent out on rails. 
because it's it's gross. It's just, it's disgusting. It's I, I, it's unbelievable. That's what it is. God save us all. It, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Okay. Anyways, there's another story. And I haven't listened to this clip yet. I'm going to listen to it with you for the first time. Uh, but I've read about it, and I just finally found the actual video. And what it is, it's Elon Musk. And Elon Musk is sitting down with a BBC reporter. And the BBC reporter is claiming that there's all this hate speech on Twitter and all this other kind of stuff. And, and, and Musk starts calling him out. Now, I'll admit right off the bat, there's nothing I enjoy more uh, than these awkward conversations and somebody getting called out on their bullshit. Um, so let's just take a listen. This should be very, very entertaining, and here we go. Content you don't like or, or hateful? What do you mean to describe a hateful thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, just content that will solicit a, a reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist, those kinds of, those kinds of things. So you think if I'm, something is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I, no, is that I'm what not, you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm saying... Well, I'm just curious. What you, I'm, just, I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con content. I'm asking for specific examples, um, and if and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me you've asked me whether my feed, whether it's got less or more. It, I'd say it's got slightly more. That's why I'm asking for examples. Can, right. you, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't. You honestly, I you don't. You can't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why. Because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore. Because I, I just don't particularly like it. But you and said actually, a lot of people. A lot of people are quite similar. I, I, I only. Well, well, I only look well, at hang my, on a second. You said you've seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example. Not even one. I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. And I. Well, I, then I how did you, you see the hateful content? content? Because I've been I've been using I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the you for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right, and, and I, you can't I, give a single one. And, and, and I'm saying I, I, then I, I say so that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful con content, not even one tweet, and yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well, that's a false. No, what I claimed, you just lied. What no no what I claim was. Uh, there are many uh, organizations that say that that kind of information is on the rise. Now, whether whether it has on my feed or example. not, I mean, I, right, I mean, literally can't name something one. like the, the uh, Strategic Dialogue uh, Institute in the, U in the UK, they will say that. So you, they, Look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example. <laughs> He's not one. enough. Right. And as, as I've already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, well, then how let, would you know? Let, that I don't you, think this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content and then couldn't name a single example. Right, and as I said, I that's absurd. I haven't, I haven't actually <laughs> looked at that feed. I then how would you know this hateful content? Because I'm saying that's what I saw a few weeks ago. I can't give you an exact example. Let's move on. We have, we only have a. Oh, let's move on. Um, well, oh, let's. Okay, big ups to Musk there for holding this asshole's feet to the fire. And the asshole in question is a BBC reporter named James Clayton. Uh, obviously. James bit off a little bit more than he could chew. You know, but that not that what happens? Isn't that what happens today? Where people don't really have any idea what they're talking about, but there's some overall like theory or some overall just 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 idea that they subscribe to because that's, you know, that's the team that they root for in politics or whatever it is, liberals, conservatives, and they have no friggin' clue and they just toe the line. But when they're held their feet to the fire, they have no idea what they're fucking talking about. Big up, big, 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 
big ups to Musk for taking this guy, not backing down, and just just keeping at him. Yeah, but you, yeah, the guy, the guy flat out lied. I mean, this is like any conversation that you ever have with any type of guy that's just lying. And and and, the, and <laughs> that was great. That was great. Big ups to you, Mr. Musk, for for taking out that BBC reporter. And this was going out. Uh, it was live on Twitter, this BBC interview. And there's a lot of agencies like BBC, uh, like NPR, that are pissed right now because Musk has put a label on them on Twitter that states that it's government-funded media, which it is. There's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of these agencies are having a really hard time with that. But that's a whole different story. Props to you, Musk. Good, good job. Good job for sticking to your guns. That was great. That was great. Awkward. Awk, on the scale of awkward, that was an A+. Okay, so Bud Light is still all over the news feeds. And we've touched on this earlier on. You know, we, we touched on the, a uh, couple days ago, I was talking about how Bud Light came out and they said since they uh, gave their commemorative can to Dylan, whatever his name is, her name is, uh, that their stock had gone up 8%. And uh, basically 1% of, of Anheuser-Busch stock is worth about a billion dollars. And immediately when Kid Rock went off blasting the cans of Bud Light, they dropped 3%, which is a $3 billion loss in the company. And I think as of today, they were down 6%. Um, yeah, what this is showing, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, 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 I'll give you my belief of what this is showing. But first, I want to I want to play this little clip from Joe Rogan. And I don't know who, who, who he had on, but it's Joe Rogan talking about the whole controversy. Let's just take a little listen, and then we'll come back, and I'll give you my two cents. Here we go. You know, because Kid Rock and Travis Tritt have put the fucking hammer down. I know. They're really fucking fighting the good fight, man. Here's my take. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> like, what you're, what you're doing, what they're doing, is just spreading the brand to uh, an extra group of people. Yeah. Why, if something is good, do you give a fuck who's got it? Like, would we do this with cheesecake? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if there was, like, a bomb-ass cheesecake and all of a sudden, you know, some radical group like uh -huh. Antifa really got into the cheesecake, we'd be like, fuck this. Yeah. And if the like if the cheesecake factory sent Antifa a cheesecake, you yeah. know, for ten more years of chaos, you know, like, <laughs> like a celebratory, a celebratory. Yeah. If only ISIS had bear claw donuts. Yeah. I'm still eating those. Fucking but on the donuts. other hand, I loved Kid Rock's video because I love that. I love cheers. Cheers, man. I love that kind of thinking. There's Not even that I this. agree with it. I like wild people. Yeah, I, I like, like raising hell, man. I like a dude who takes a machine gun to a stack of Bud Lights and yeah. is like, fuck Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. <laughs> this will show up. <laughs> but, I mean, where's he going to go now? you going to go to Coors? Miller Lite? Don't they all support, like, uh, LBGTQ plus AI, whatever yeah. the hell else they're at, attaching to it issues? They yeah. all do. I mean, I'm from Colorado, and Coors has had those rainbow cans forever. Fucking Shane Gillis is heartbroken. All right, with... nobody cares about Shane Gillis. All right, and 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 Joe brings up a really good point. Yeah, they're just trying to just to everybody, anybody that has a product that are selling to the public wants all of the public to consume their product. That's 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 without a doubt. That is the objective. If any company and any product that you're slinging out there, you want every Tom, Dick, and Harry and Harry, Dick, girls to drink your product because that's what you're out there to do. You're trying to corner the market. Um, and, and also what he was saying is true is that all these other manufacturers of, you know, Bud Light, Coors Light, 
all Guinness, they all support all this other kind of stuff. The thing that is different about Bud Light is Bud Light got caught in the crosshairs. So the thing that this is really kind of pushing to the forefront is, yeah, all of these companies do it. And all these companies do it because it's been no harm, no foul. But for whatever reason, conservative redneck America decided to stand up and say, nah, nah, you're not doing that with my Bud Light, blah, 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 blah. And now Bud Light is taking, Anheuser-Busch is taking a massive, you know, an 8% or 6% hit of $6 billion in net worth in your company. That's pretty significant. You know what I mean? So I think what this is, what this is, this is kind of showing two different things. And what it's showing is, is the power of the conservatives buying power into products. Anheuser-Busch gets called on the carpet through their Bud Light campaign with this transgender person and they take a hit. Is Bud Light doing anything different than the rest of the people out there, the other manufacturers of Coors Light and all this other kind of stuff? No, they're not. But they got caught with their pants down. So what I think this is going to do is going to send out two things. One, the power of the conservative buyer regarding products. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's going to cause these companies that are supporting these types of issues to really maybe think about it, consider that, hey, you know, if this goes the wrong way, if, if, if some kid rock or whoever decides to blow up our product because they don't like who we're marketing to, it could come back and have a, a substantial financial hit to our company. And that is what I say from the get go is that if I had a company, if I had a company, a big multi-billion dollar company, I'm not getting involved in a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? You, you look at the whole thing with uh, DeSantis and Disney down there in Florida. And I understand, yeah, Disney was pressured by its employees to make a statement about stuff. But guess what it was making a statement about? It was making a statement about something that had nothing to do with being a family entertainment enterprise with family theme parks. They started getting into politics. And like I said, what I was going to say is if I had my own companies, if I had my own multi-billion dollar products, guess what? I'm just not getting involved in controversy. You know, if I'm selling you a cola beverage, what does my cola beverage have to do with your sexual identity? Nothing. You know what I mean? So I'm, what I'm saying is I think companies need to reel it back in and stick to their products and promote their products and stop trying to get these, these cater to fringes or get involved in politics or get involved in all this other stuff that is just, it's not their ballpark. You know, they, they have money, they have power. And I think they, I think that it gets to their head and they don't realize that they could, they should be not getting involved with things that are divisive in the country. Transgender, be transgender all you want. Drink Bud Light all you want. Me, am I not going to buy Bud Light? No, I, I don't buy Bud Light because it tastes like piss water. And the piss water of my choice is the rainbow can Coors Light company that does the same damn thing. Am I going to go all ape shit on this and boycott every company that's ever supported any, any sexual lifestyle that is not my personal cup of tea? No, because I don't care. But the fact of the matter is, is there's enough people out there that do care. So Mr. CEO, Mr. You know, who, who are, whoever you are out there, just be cautious in what you're doing. Keep your nose clean. You don't have anything to worry about it. You know, Planters peanuts, bust a nut. I don't see them marketing to the transgender community, but maybe they should. I don't know. And as I flip my notes to the next page, it's a story of the same. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. But this one isn't Bud Light. You know, you know, Joe was talking in his little clip there that if his cheesecake, would we do it about cheesecake? But 
It's not just Bud Light, and it is cheesecake, because here we go. This is a luxury lingerie made by women. This is their slogan of the company, luxury lingerie. The company's name is Honey Burdette, and their slogan is by women for women. Well, people are pissed at them. Why are they pissed at them? Because they used a non-binary biological male model. Okay? From transsexual Transylvania. The luxury lingerie brand Honey Burdette, which uses the tagline by women for women, defended its use of biological male model to show off its merchandise. The intimate brand is available internationally and has attracted a sizable fan base, but many customers were turned off by a recent campaign featuring model Jake Dupree who identifies as non-binary. The social media influencer's bio includes the descriptors international burlesque performer, fitness host, and instructor, and lingerie lover. Honey, Honey Burdette has the tagline, by women, for women. It's in their motto. with a flat How about that? Oh, jeez. But, you know, here's, here's, a, here's a cheesecake company. This women's lingerie, and they're they're getting a backlash from their clientele because they're using a transgender person as or a non-binary person as a model for their product. Product. So it's more than just Bud Light, uh, and that all goes back to the whole rant that I was just saying earlier. You know, if just just stick to what you do, just stick what you, you don't don't try to make your company ultra woke or woke this or, or just get involved in just nonsense. Just leave it alone. Sell sell your titty holsters to people that have titties. And put them on models that have titties, and just call it a day. You, you don't need a you don't need to make a statement, a woke statement, by getting a you know taping a man's penis between his legs and sending him out there in one of your bustiers to be a model for your your product. You're a bra company. Your your focus is woman. It's it's literally in your tagline. Just stick to that, and you won't have any problems. <laughs> I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear. Now for the final story, which I'm going to talk about Billy McFarland. Now, you guys remember Billy McFarland? Maybe you watched one of the, I think there was two documentaries out on this nut job. Uh, Billy McFarland was the brains behind Firefest, uh, which there was a movie on Netflix and I think Amazon that both covered the catastrophe that was Firefest. Uh, well, Billy, Billy, he served four years for that. Okay, now he's on supervised release. Uh, but this knucklehead, who still owes $26 million to investors of the first Firefest, that was an ultimate failure. Well, the internet is groaning. And Billy McFarlane, I guess if you only know how to do one thing, um, you know, you do what you know, right? Well, the convicted fraudster revealed he's bringing back the internet's favorite nightmare, tweeting out to his less than 10,000 followers that Fire Festival 2 is finally happening. Now, of course, he's getting a little flashback, a little, a little uh, blowback from that. Uh, he added in the same tweet some aggressive marketing language. Tell me why you should be invited to his Fire Fest 2. In response, one Twitter user responded, tell me why you should be in jail. Well, McFarland shot back. It's in the best interest of those I owe for me to be working. People aren't getting paid back if I sit on the couch and watch TV and because I served my time. However, some had some playful responses to his tweet. Uh, one person said, I'll show up with 100 crates full of bananas. 
No one will go hungry this time around, said one reply to McFarland, adding uh, blah, 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 whoever, whatever. So if Billy McFarland, uh, one of the most notable fraudsters in the uh, history of music festivals, is tweeting and hinting that he might be doing Fire Festival 2. I, I just can't believe it. But this is America. This is America where, you know, the unbelievable is the everyday norm. So, anyways, this is Jake, this is Radio Underland. Have a good evening. Well, you know, maybe you're having a good morning. Maybe you're listening to this first thing in the morning. Good morning, good evening, good day, whatever. Stay composed. Don't lose your mind. Have some fun. I'll talk to you later. You are never tainted with fame. Straight ahead, I'ma stay in my lane. Never switching courses. Life's amazing. Shit is gorgeous. Looking at the bigger picture portrait and I smile wide. Performed a song and the crowd cried. How can I lie? I'm tearing up as I'm starting to stare in y'all lies. I know the shit you going through the last month. You're stressing as you hitting on that glass blunt A nigga praying to get lucky like Daft Punk You can't even stomach the pain, now that's a bad lunch Uh, ramen noodles on a regular Add some seasoning and some hot sauce for a better touch Peanut butter, jelly, and syrup sandwich, etc And we just flying in the nebula And it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home It might not be such a bad idea if I never went home so again Don't you cry, little baby, little baby It'll be alright Don't you cry, little baby It's gonna, it'll be alright I done been around the world four times looking for parking Finally found a condo that shit still feel like apartment Out south my foul mouth started sounding like apartment Roundabout like cartwheels, hopped inside of a U-Haul, confused where all my art went. Monsters in a quiet place. Some of these decisions is like Sharpie on a dry erase. I know they thought I wouldn't, but I'm trying.